The Bookfinger podcast is a lively discussion about romance books, culture, and bookish friends. This is episode 40 featuring blogger and podcaster Diem and was recorded in Melbourne. Bookfinger would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this episode was recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We also acknowledge the contributions of Aboriginal Australians to our shared literary heritage. Welcome to the Book Finger Podcast, talking about books we love, especially romance. Kill a fairy fast on the Book Finger Podcast. Welcome back to the Book Finger Podcast. I'm Kat Mayo from bookthingo.com.au, an Aussie blog for romance readers. Before I begin my intro for this episode, I wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who wished us a happy podcast anniversary. Your comments, your feedback, and even if you don't comment and you just lurk and download and listen to the episode, they mean so much to me and to Rudy and to Gabby. So thank you. With me for this episode is Diem, who is an Aussie blogger and hosts her own podcast at Bookish Friends. The Bookish podcast features a lot of Australian young adult titles, so if you're into YA, you should check it out. And I will admit to being very biased here, but the quality of YA fiction published in Australia is, in my opinion, very high. I think it's one of the best markets for YA fiction, speaking as a reader. You can find information on all the books we talk about in this episode by going to bookthingo.com.au slash podcast and clicking on episode number 40. I mainly talk about young adult fiction. I'm slowly reviewing more books and recapping events that are held in Melbourne. And yeah. So what, um, what made you decide to start a podcast? I bumped into... Monique Bowley, who's the podcast producer at Mamma Mia, in front of the State Library after uni one afternoon, and I talked to her, I asked her about the Mamma Mia book podcast, and she said there wasn't going to be a second season. Um, so it was, I was missing a book podcast, and it coincided with the Inky Awards uh, long list, so I decided I just should make up my own podcast, and I so did. So how did you start the podcast? Like, was it easy? Did you need equipment? How do you do it? I just record on my laptop, and when I'm recording with other people, I go on Skype, and I don't know, I should have done more research, because I remember freaking out, um, because I didn't know how to upload it and have it online. Like, I knew there was SoundCloud, but I realised that the f- SoundCloud free plan was like 180 minutes and I'm like no I think I'm going to go over 180 minutes. Yeah it's minutes. really hard for yeah. um, spoken sort of shows. Yeah so and then I found Omni and then just yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you faced in um, running a podcast? No challenges it's all fun. <laughs> <laughs> the editing probably because I, I'm very bad at technology so I just like taught myself how to edit. I'm still doing I'm doing it very poorly but it's fine. Um challenges. Finding time to edit. I normally procrastinate so I'm like I don't want to do my uni assessments. <laughs> I'm going to work on this podcast. And, so you get a lot yeah. done during study vacation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's bad. But yeah. Um so okay, let's talk about YA yes. books. How long have you been reading YA? Since forever, maybe when I was twelve. Um yeah. And what's the appeal of YA too? Or is it just something that has been like a constant? It's a constant. It's always the been kind a, of books you yes, like to read. That's it. Like I've never thought about 
reading anything other than YA, like when I was 12. Like, I did read um, a few classics, but that was it, So yes. what are your keeper books? Oh, gosh. The ones you'd save in a fire. <laughs> well, it was like Kenner, of yeah, course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else? Who else? What other books? Yes. Um, <laughs> Which one's your favourite? Do you have a favourite? Well, the first one I read was Looking for Lily Brandy, so that's my favourite book. I've read Saving Francesca like eight times when I was in Year 8 for some reason. Like every term I'd like pick it up and I'd read it. Um, I don't know, I just love all of the books, yeah. So aside from Melina Marcotta, <sighs> okay, so do you have favourites? Yeah, the Aussie authors, I really like Kath Crowley, so really loved Words in Deep Blue. Um, that's a newish one. That's a newish one. one, yeah. It was like released last year. It's a really nice blue cover. Real, yeah, the Aussie authors. So Fiona Wood, but I'm a bit biased because I know her. Um, let's see, who else? And many of these authors live in Melbourne. They do. They do they Melbourne do. appearances a lot. Exactly. So what does, how does that feel when you know that your favourite authors are kind of accessible? Ah. It's always very exciting. I try to go to most of the events and they're held in Melbourne. Yeah. It's really, like, I know I can reach them online, like via Twitter, but I like meeting them in real life a bit more. Yeah. So, are there any authors that you've just recently discovered that you've fallen in love with in a non stalkery way? The or maybe in a slightly way. stalkery way. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm reading a lot of romance novels, so no. I'm doing that, but young adult, can't think of it. Yeah. It's because you pro it's probably because you read a lot, so there are very yeah, few new Yeah, exactly. Things. So tell us about your foray into romance. How did that begin? It was definitely book thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I was doing research because I was always curious, but cause, you know, like the mainstream media, the perception of romance readers, um, and because I didn't know romance genre was like a was it a satisfying ending an essential love story like I just thought it was sexy times and wow. yeah well yeah <laughs> it's a bit that too. yeah it's a bit that too but like I didn't know what the romance genre was so I did research her I would listen to your your podcast and I went to the symposium held at the Melbourne Uni where you, you, you spoke and yeah that's right yeah. you're the first person I've met through the podcast right yeah yeah so I um, listened to the podcast first and what else did I do Bustle, they had like a romance novel month and so they had articles about romance novels and the genre and recommendations so I read that so I was like okay I think I should read romance. So who have you been reading so far? I, I have a copy of um, Tessa Dare's. Oh, I um, love it. Romancing the Duke? Oh, no, no, no. The Scottish one. The Scottish one. Whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah. That one. That one. Yeah. She's lovely. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, it was the Tessa Dare interview that you had. Okay. So I was like, well, why is she so cool and funny? <laughs> and also the Tessa Dare um, interview that Unladylike had. Yes. Yeah, that was really great too. So I was like, so she was the first historical romance novel writer. Excellent. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I love historical romance. I, yeah. It's actually my favourite subgenre of yeah. romance. Yeah. Um, and they're just, some of them are really epic as well. <laughs> do you watch Outlander? I do, I do. <laughs> uh, I like, da blame Danielle for that. <laughs> so I, I believe that we have found a common theme <laughs> in <the> romance <laughs> consumption. <laughs> and I believe it uh, involves kilts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, okay, cool. So, um, have you read any other subgenres in romance, or you're just sort of? Um, I don't know. Dipping I'm dipping in. I'm currently really into historical romance because I think I had a chat with Lily Wilkinson when I went to the Stella Pra Stella event last week about um, no one right way to be Asian, and we were talk. I talked to her about. Yeah, historical fiction, why she reads, she prefers the historical um, over the contemporary. She said that in the historical, the relationship between the female, the male, the parent, hero and heroine are already unequal because of the society they live in. So that it's this, you know, yuck. I can't think of words right now. <laughs> but yeah, I think so. I'm currently really into historical, but. Um, I don't know which new adult to read because I, like, oh. you know, and I don't, I still don't understand the genre. Like, I'm reading and trying to figure out, but I still don't it's get it. It's going to be tough because yeah. the YA and new adult in Australia is quite different. Yes. It's a, a little bit more literary and a little bit more um, broad, I would say, whereas the um, North American, well, the US market new adult my NAs mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are very romance focused. Yeah. And it's like a romance novel but with young people. But I actually prefer the Australian style. I think um, our books explore identity a lot better and um, relationships between um, the sexes better. Yeah. It's, like I, I just think we don't uh, we explore the stereotypes. We push the stereotypes a bit more than um, the US books. So I think if you are used to Australian YA and NA, you will probably struggle to understand the appeal of the US. Yeah. Like, for example, Summer Skin. Definitely. <laughs> definitely new adult. I mean, that Australia. is. Yeah. And even The Piper Sun. Yeah. They are much more layered than what you would find in North in US market. Yeah. New adult. I hope I didn't offend a lot of others. Okay, so, um, but I can recommend some if you like. Yes, I'm always looking for recommendations because I feel like I need to make up for lost time because I only saw it last year, so I'm like, ah, give me all the recommendations. Okay, so I, um, I'm into Filipino-authored romance yes. at the moment. Um, and what I like about them is they are less, um, not, not necessarily less steamy, but less explicit than yeah. US market books. So they're new adult books kind of, feel a bit like in between YA and A for okay. Australia. Yeah. So I would recommend Iris After the Incident. Yes. I think, have you, have you read that? No, I haven't, okay. but you've recommended it to oh, everyone. Yeah, I <laughs> and I think based on um, like what you're studying, you'd probably find that yeah. really, really fascinating. Yeah. Um, I was just, we were chatting with Courtney Milan yesterday and she was talking about when she um, read Beginner's Guide by okay. Sixtelas Reyes and that, um, I don't know if you like science, because maybe no. you're all by it. <laughs> but it starts the beginning of it is like um, a science paper, something okay. abstract, and it's like um, a science report. And then it's about a science, a, a lab, um, science lab researcher, heroine, and a barista hero. Oh, I'm like yeah, <laughs> I can go with that. <laughs> so there's quite a few. Um, and then the other NA stuff that I like is just basically like sexy times. Yes. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm I have my yeah. shallow moments yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Um so do you attend events in Melbourne? Melbourne's full of book events. Yes. So I try to go to the book launches. Um 
I'm going, I'm going um, to more events held at the Wheeler Center. Um, they do amazing things. Yeah. Like, they don't really do much romance, but even yeah. so, the, the topics and everything, they're yeah. really good questions yeah. that they ask. Um, you going to Melbourne Writers? Yes, Have I they am. announced the um, keynotes and stuff? No. I was invited to speak at yes. the school's program oh, wow. about the podcast. Amazing. So that's exciting. And Danielle will be chairing and something. Yeah, because there aren't many book podcasts. No, like, there aren't. Not oh. even just in Australia, but anywhere. Yeah. So what are some of the podcasts that you listen to? Ah, oh, well, there's... Sorry, I forgot all the podcasts. <laughs> Unladylike. <laughs> Unladylike, <laughs> yes. So your podcast. Um, there's an um, Australian young adult focus one. It's tea in the treetops, so they're like, uh, yeah. So it's pretty good too. I listen to a few comedy ones. Do you listen to Book Riot? Oh no, I haven't. Okay, yes. so I don't know if you visited Book Riot, the yeah. website. They also have a podcast. Okay, and they're very genre friendly. Okay, and they, um, they're romance friendly. They're spec fic friendly. Great. They're non judgy. It's really good. awesome. Okay. I'll check that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking as well. Trying to blank. Complete blank. Yeah, like, oh, do you, uh, what about the smart bitches? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, I've been binging the podcast every night and just going, yeah, I'm just spending a lot of time on romance books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, so let's talk about books. What have sure. you been reading lately? Sure. Um, okay, I am going through the Bridgerton series, so I've oh, got a free one. I've got a few more, so what yeah. are you up to? <sighs> are you up to Sir Philip with Love? I read that and okay. I just cried. <laughs> I, was just, I was just so happy. I was volunteering at the JLF Melbourne, but I sort of, after my shift, I went to the library to read and skipped like some panel, and then I just read at the library and I was just sliding off my chair because you know I was swooning and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite is Colin's book. Oh yeah, the yeah, fourth, romance. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. And is it Penelope? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's good. Oh, you have so much more to discover. I do. That subgenre has amazing writing. And also Anne Gracie. Have you read Anne Gracie's book? I read, I read, um, she won a couple of... Oh, a couple? Oh, she won quite a few. And she's in Melbourne. Yeah, um, she's at the symposium too, was she? Yes, yeah, she was. That was cool. Um, I read three of the Bride, the Chance Sisters. I haven't read the last one, I think. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I like them. My favourite Anne Gracie is called The Perfect Break. Okay. And it's, it's about <laughs> this, yeah, this heroine who's kind of plain. Okay. And this hero who's like a bit of a stud muffin. <laughs> um, but he, um, I, can't, I can't remember the setup in the beginning. Um, but anyway, he he thinks she's beautiful, amazing. Oh. And but she's got a beautiful sister and and every oh, time no, he talks no. about the you know, the so and so daughter or the so and so um, girl, they would always just assume it's the younger sister. Oh. And then when they realised he was talking about the the older sister, they're like, Huh, I'm confused and he would reply and say, I don't know why you're confused, it's very clear who I'm talking about. It's just it's so sweet. I've read that so many times, and I, it's one of my. It's in my keeper shelf. Okay. So yeah, um, I. I don't want to like. What was this on your keeper shelf? Um, well, Melina Marquetta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Laurie Kinsale. Okay. So if you like really epic um, historicals, um, she has written some of the best, I think, 
in the in the genre. And I'm so sad that she doesn't write. She doesn't really write anymore. Okay. But also, if you like, do you like audiobooks? Um, I don't have time to listen to audiobooks. <laughs> just podcasts. <laughs> just podcasts, and that's like really yeah. Well, uh, if you were to try audiobooks, I'd try one of hers. Okay. Her narrator Nicholas Bolton. Okay. Has a, an amazing voice. Yeah. Like um, he. Even her books that I wasn't really sold on, like I kind of just keep them because I want a collection okay. of them. Yeah. When he reads them out, I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Can do so much with it. Yeah. Um. So, what are your other plans for the podcast for um, your book activities? Do more reviewing books. No, reviewing more books. <laughs> Actually, you you mentioned that you um went to a talk by, is it Lily Wilkinson? Sure, she was just there in the crowd. But okay. Which, um, uh, I'm sorry. No, so, <laughs> what I was sorry. thinking about <laughs> is um, there aren't many Asian writers no. of genre fiction in Australia. Oh. And I was going to ask you, do you know of any that you would recommend? Genre fiction. Yeah. Because oh. I've seen them in panels around, you know, um, the migrant Yeah, yeah, identity, yeah. Like, which is great. But I don't like boring books. <laughs> and yeah. also, like, I don't mind personal essays, and I will actually read those. Yes, yes. But I don't like meandering yeah. books about life and, um, yeah. you know, estrangement from society. I want to read genre. <laughs> I want some fun books, yeah, yeah. not just issue books. Yeah, yeah. so, um, like, in the conference, I think there were maybe four of us right. that were of Asian appearance, which isn't... Like, I just think there should be more. Yeah. What did you think about um, Rainbow Rowell? Uh, Eleanor and Park. Yeah, you know what? Oh, I read that when I was like 16. And I haven't reread it, but I enjoyed it. I think the age that you read these books also affects yeah, definitely. how you um, enjoy it. Because I've also heard from other people. I've actually heard really mixed reviews, and I, yeah. um, I'm always interested. Like, I ask my Asian friends, my Filipino friends, what they think of it. And it's my friends who live in the Philippines tend to really, really like it. Yeah. And then my Asian friends, not Filipino, who live in Australia tend to be like, oh, so problematic. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really interesting. Because I haven't reread it since, so I might change my mind. But no, maybe not. Yeah, because maybe. if you liked it, maybe you should no. just leave it alone. <laughs> maybe I should, yeah. Do you have a signed copy of it? I'll just, just, yeah, just don't touch um, it. And there was, um, not an Asian one, but um, there was another book that I've been meaning to read, and it's got a blue cover. Uh, when Nina met when Michael, when Michael met, Nina. met Nina, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one because she won the song Usual. <laughs> we are recently. such bad podcasters. Oh. <laughs> like, she won some award. I can't remember the name. I don't know. Um, she also wrote good. another one too. One before that. There's no as law, but that was about a boy and like a crime. Sort of crime, crime aspects. Um, <laughs> um, does my head look big in, big in this? Um, Ten things I hate about me. See, I've not else. read any of these yeah. books. I'm gonna have to um, catch up on my YA, yeah. YA reading. One yeah, of our yeah. newest bloggers, Vanya, she reads a lot of okay. YA. She yeah. started to read a lot yeah. of YA, so she keeps going. Oh, have you read this one? Have you? I'm like, no, no, I'm such a bad <laughs> blogger. I haven't read any of these. Yeah. Like, you have to, you have to, you have to. Yeah. Like, don't have time. 
Yeah, so I love the, I love when other people people curate the titles for me. So yes. actually, Danielle is like the nexus because she can recommend romance and YA. And I know MA it's amazing. Fiction, etc., etc. And I don't actually know how she remembers everything. So what else is in store for you? What else is in store? I don't know. I'm just uni. And Do you write as well? I don't write. I think I'll try in the future. But I'm just not interested in writing right now. Okay. I'm more interested in reading. Yeah. Does the fact that you podcast and you talk about books, has that changed the way you read books? I feel like it should. I feel like I should be more... I feel like I should be more critical or have a, like, read it with a sharper lens or something. But I just read it the way I usually do. And then, yeah. Has um, meeting some of the authors changed the way you read? Yes, because I know that they have the best intentions when they're writing something. That's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. I have the same. Like yeah. I tend to, once I've read, I've met them and spoken with them, you tend to give them the benefit of doubt do, for yeah. much, much longer. Yeah. This is a terrible question. Ask me a questions. <laughs> have you ever, um, how do you cope with Liking an author but not liking their book. Oh, I, I just or has that don't never say happened? anything. I don't say anything. I just, it's in the back of my mind when I'm speaking to them in real life. And I'm like, oh, just ignore that. Yeah. Think about the books that, that you did awkward? enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, Are you, just um, me. Yeah. Do you talk about books you don't enjoy or do you just prefer not to talk about them? I prefer not to, but unless it was given to me to review, then I will. But I always feel really guilty. Yeah, I think it's just me my but personality. I think that's a common thing is it yeah I think that's more common than somebody who will actually say yeah I'll, yeah I'll say I don't like it and mm. I won't really feel bad um, that would be me <laughs> so cool no oh actually gosh. I just think but I went through that I went through this yeah. as well it's just I think I've been blogging since that's 2008 so I've kind yeah. of got over it I think at, at some point you've read so many books you're like I cannot possibly love everything yes um, and it feels like you're lying to readers if you don't mention that you don't like something as well for me anyway I know yeah. I, I know other readers because well I think what people what authors don't realize is that bloggers all have different motivations for blogging so yes. I um, there are wet, heaps of other bloggers and I think majority of them actually who um, feel like it's part of their goal to help authors so they would never post um, a review of a book they didn't like. Like they just they just prefer not to speak of it at all. Um, but I don't really see that as my goal because it's it's a it, I actually feel like it's a futile goal. Yes. Um, also it's very exhausting to Yeah. I've actually tried to write reviews of books that I really didn't like right. in a balanced way and I came to the realization that it's not possible. Because if my overall verdict is it's a poorly written book, it's not possible to make that a balanced review. You yeah. have to, the balance has to be in favour of your final verdict. And some of my early reviews, I'll read and I'll go, I actually sound like I like the book. And then it, on Goodreads, it's like one star. <laughs> I'm like, I think I was overly kind. Yeah. Um, what about other um, reviewers and other book blogs? Do you often read them? Um... I read the ones whose opinions I trust a lot. Like if so, Danielle, like 
if she gives a book a five stars, I know I'm gonna love it like four stars and above. She's a yeah. good curator of yeah. Yeah, good books. And whereabouts do you hang around in social media? I'm on Twitter sometimes. I, I, I sort of just very passive. I read all of them, but I never join in. Um, yeah, I'm on Goodreads. I like Goodreads a lot. Do you join Goodreads communities or you just use it as a catalogue? Uh, a catalogue, but also I add friends. So, blah, I add people on Twitter who have their Goodreads profile. Do you, um, do you check your friends' ratings of books? Yes, yes I do. So, I think, yes, yeah, yeah I do. Have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie? No, I don't have any interest in okay, watching it. I just don't. What's your do. opinion on film to books? Oh, sorry. Um, What's your opinion on books, books to films? films? I treat them as their own text. That's what I do now because I. That's probably um, a really sensible way to yes. do it, and then you can enjoy yes, both. both versions. Okay, yeah. so let's do like a um, <laughs> uh, a quiz. You can sure. tell me which you prefer, film sure. or book. Um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um. I came to Harry Potter late, so I was like 14, and that was when like the last movie was going to come out. I don't know, a uh, book probably? Um, if I Die by Gail Foreman. The one where she's in an accident. Okay. Oh yeah, no, no, I have read that. I didn't like it. I didn't like the book very much. And didn't finish watching the film. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was so That's bored. <laughs> I, yeah, did have you? I refused to read the book because I read the sequel. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Actually, they, they, the sequel is lovely. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you didn't enjoy it. Like, mm, Gail Foreman, she's one of the authors that I don't like, and everyone else likes. Okay. Yeah. The sequel though is has a happy ending, yeah. and it's a bit like an NA romance actually. Okay. So once I read that, I was like, I'm not going to go read the before <laughs> where she's like practically dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the film though, I watched it but only because my kids were watching it okay that I actually um I actually said to them you should watch this, this yes is apparently a good one but yeah it was a little bit bland like yeah it was a bit sort of nothing really happened much and she was kind of just comatose for the whole movie yeah, sports. So yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> okay looking for Ali Bundy oh okay uh book I'm, yeah, I do I do like it terrible I feel well, like I should like it I like I did not like the guy, the actor who played oh. what's his name? Jacob. Jacob. Oh my god! I did not find him attractive. I didn't either. <laughs> like he is not what I pictured at all. Oh, the actor's name is Kick Gurry. Anyway, yeah. No, well, but I like Pia Miranda. Yeah, she was great. Um, and it was just um, Jacob. Greta. Jacob Coot. Yeah, I just, just I, yeah. The, because the romance didn't work for yeah. me, then the whole movie yeah. kind of fell apart. Um, let me think. What else? No, I can't think of any movie adaptations. Um, do you read the classics? I, I, I haven't read all the Jane Austen, but I do. I do. I'm sort of um, on a self-imposed classics ban because I did like an American classics subject last year at uni and I just sort of hated reading <laughs> about slavery. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, and just racism and I was Actually, like, I'm so you know, upset. There, there are some um, African-American writers who are writing 
civil war okay. romances featuring people of colour. I'd, prob- I'd probably enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and it would be, it would, not, <laughs> it would, not it would be know different. that it would not be insensitive. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I've got one. Uh, I had thought of one, but now I've forgotten. Oh, okay. Pride and Prejudice and the BBC adaptation and the movie. I watched a movie first. That's because I'm a young person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed that. That's the Kira Knightley one. The Kira Knightley one. I I enjoyed the Colin Firth one so I just sometimes when I'm sad I just watch Colin Firth. And then I'm like, oh, the white you, shirt, I just watched like that. Scene, you have to watch Elliot Cowan doing the same because there was a, um, a, a mini series that did sort of a Pride and Prejudice um, inspired story where okay. the, the, the heroine um, time travels. So it lost in Lost. Yes, Lost in Lost. Yeah, yeah. So I cannot decide which one Because Elliot Cowan was like, pretty hot. Okay. <laughs> and Colin Firth is getting old now. So yeah. when I see that pond scene, pond scene, I think of him in Bridget Jones. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in Bridget Jones, in Love Actually, where he's a little bit yep, more yep. paunchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. What about Bridget Jones? Have you seen Bridget Jones? I, yeah, I have. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. like the book. And what about I didn't the, like the John film. Green books? Um, yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a fan. I haven't read them, I haven't reread them in a while. But some of them have been turned into films. Yes, so Paper Towns. I what did you think of that? Book or film? Um, probably, oh, I don't know. Like, both of them are fine. Book, probably. But the film was funny. It was nice. It was just like a nice teen. I think we've film. seen that one. Is yeah. that the one where they're looking for the girl? They're looking for yeah. the girl. There's yeah. Cara Delevingne and Nat Wolfman. It's like a funny Pokemon Song, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about? Oh, I keep thinking of it. And I keep forgetting it as soon as we start talking about other things. There's that one. There's. I did one. like the film Our Stars. I cried a lot. The film or the book? Um, both. What about um, the Notebook? Have you I've, seen I've I've seen it. I've not read it. Oh, I read probably best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yuck, sparks. Um, yeah. What about Twilight? Oh yes, so I've only I've read all the books. I've only watched Twilight. I've watched it like three times or more for some reason. Wow. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I did try New Moon. I'm like, wait, no, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I which know, one do you books or? Probably books. I haven't read three read them since like I was thirteen. Yeah, probably. Or I, I don't think them. I'm gonna reread them. I don't think they'll survive the reread. <laughs> Amazing. I'm sure there are more book adaptations. Yeah. You can't think of them yeah. at the moment. Oh my god, City of Bones. The City oh, of Bones. I haven't seen the film. Yeah, there's a film. I haven't seen the TV show, but no, the TV show is much more popular. Okay. What about Mortal Instruments? Yeah, it was terrible. It was so cheesy. It was so cheesy. Like, so I guess you prefer the book. Yeah, I prefer the book. I- they kiss in one scene and the sprinklers start. And I'm like, no! Anyway. I guess it's meant for really young so. kids yeah. who, who won't notice, who will find that really thrilling. What about Narnia, The Chronicles of Narnia? Probably the film. Yeah. It's, they did an amazing job, yeah. actually, with the film. What about Tolkien? I haven't watched any. Oh, oh my gosh! Any. Yeah. I don't know. I just watched the film. Just watched the film. Um, yeah. Lord of the Rings, I would watch the films. The Hobbit, I would read the book. Okay. 
the, the film is like three times the length of what it should mm. be. Okay. Yeah, and all these like, bizarro things okay. sort of make no sense. Do you read much science fiction fantasy? Science fiction, no, because I'm not clever enough for it. It's too confusing. <laughs> like, there's just too many worlds and I just don't understand the like, different rules. Fantasy, sometimes. Do you have any favourites? Um, because, like, fantasy, young, young adult fantasy series sort of being really popular when I was in, in year 12, so I just didn't read them, so I still haven't caught up, but I really like, oh, the Sarah J Maas, have you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. they're, they're everyone, everyone loves, everyone loves them, and I, I was like, no, I'm not going to like it, but it's good. There are two series, right, which one do you prefer, or do you like them? Um, I like the A Court of Thorns and Roses more. Is that yep. the Rapunzel retelling, or is that the other one? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty, sorry, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, 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 it's like, very loosely. Face, yeah. Have you read like McKinley and the Gin? Robin McKinley? No. You have to read Deerskin. Deerskin by Robin McKinley okay. is my favourite Robin McKinley book. Okay. Um, and Patricia McKillop is my favourite fantasy writer and she tends towards younger characters. Okay. Um, so for her I would recommend The Changeling Sea and that's only a, like a novella. Okay. So if you hate it, it's not a, okay. a big event. Cool. But also, I can't remember if these are actually romances. I don't know. I can't remember how they end. I don't, Changeling Sea is not a romance for sure. I can't remember if Deerskin. Okay. Deerskin ends with a happy romance. Good. But anyway, you don't really need a happy romance, do you? Or do you? No, I do. Okay. Well, it must be okay because I'm still like I would have I would have remembered if I hated the ending. Yeah, yeah. And Ursula Le Guin, she wrote um I haven't Etsy, read any of her books. But she yeah. wrote this short story called Those Who Left I'm going to forget the name and everyone's gonna be yelling <laughs> at their at the their device. device. <laughs> um, but I will um, put the title up and yeah, even show um, show something. But it's this moral dilemma about this town that is um, just is beautiful. It's like a utopia, um, but there's this um, the the what the only way that they could maintain that utopia is to do this act that is just so cruel, and it's all about the moral dilemma of what do you do if you're a citizen of that town. And I've tried to <laughs> summarize the plot because it's only—it's really a short story. So if I say any more, I basically just, okay. you might as well okay. not bother reading it. But it's kind of a parable for our times at the Ooh. moment with all this stuff that's happening. All right. Yeah. So what are you reading now? The, are you reading now? The, the, the Tessa Dare book, but I'm, I'm excited about the anthology. So begin. Yeah. Begin. How exciting! Do you remember what it's called? Begin and. Begin, I think. I begin love, and begin. Yeah, I love Oswaye anthology. It's the title. This is a Gabrielle Williams book, so she writes young adult, and they're always in Melbourne. They're always really funny and clever. Um, her book, I think it's called Life as a Hashtag or My Life as a Hashtag. Okay. That's all we have time for in this episode. You can find the show notes at bookthinger.com.au slash podcast. Just click on episode 40. As always, our audio producer, Rudy Bremer, has been amazing. She gets an extra virtual hug today for the hilarious anniversary podcast surprise that she prepared for me and Gabby. If you missed that episode, it's the one directly before this, episode 39, and it features three very, 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 very special guests. 
As always, if you have any feedback or suggestions, you can send me a tweet at BookThingo or send an email to podcast at bookthingo.com.au or leave a rating on iTunes. In the next episode, I chat with Danielle Binks, editor of the YA anthology Begin and Begin. You might remember Danielle from the Sydney Writers Festival recap we did at the end of June. If so, you'll know that she has many, many interesting and insightful things to say about romance and YA. Until then, I hope you have a fabulous fortnight of reading. <laughs>